You're listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast for you to learn in 12 minutes or less software development topics in the most simple way and acquire some guidance for your career in tech. Strap up and let's go. Here's your host, Susan. Hey there, my name is Susan. Welcome to Rewire with Susan. Today we're going to be talking about accessibility. Why should I care about accessibility? This topic is dear to me because it has to do with inclusion in the use of technology. Before we go on, I'd like to remind you that as a listener of the podcast, you now have free access to join the Rewire with Susan Slack community, a safe space where you can enjoy access to exclusive information and ask industry-focused questions. Note that this free access is for a limited time. Simply fill the form in the show notes and you'll be sent an invitation. Secondly, you also now have access to free one-on-one 15-minute mentorship sessions with me and other tech trainers to discuss your experiences, concerns, and questions in your tech career. So book a session in the link on the show notes. And finally, I know you've been looking to show support to the podcast. This dream has become a reality. Simply visit patreon.com slash Susan to do so. Again, that's patreon.com slash with Susan. Accessibility means providing content or having functionality that is fully available and usable with the consideration of people with disabilities in mind, ensuring that there are no barriers for them to interact with or have access to the website on the World Wide Web. Now, it's important to know that 15% of the world's population experience a form of disability. That's about a billion people. In this episode, I'm going to be laying emphasis on web accessibility. Web accessibility simply means building your website in a way that people with disabilities can use with minimal or no help. You also have to keep in mind that building with accessibility in mind is invariably building a much better and usable product for everyone. Okay, so picture this, talking to Siri to tell you what the weather is for the day or watching a YouTube video and turning on the captions. These are examples of tools generally used by a lot of people, even though these were created with people with disabilities in mind we find they are accessibility features that benefit everyone. Now, there are various types of disabilities. It is like a, a, really, a really broad spectrum. Um, we have the visual disabilities, which is not limited to blindness, but also includes low vision, color blindness, and poor eyesight in general. We also have the motor or mobility disabilities. Um, this is basically the inability to um use like your hands um muscle slowness or loss of fine muscle control an example is seen in the the parkinson's disease or cerebral palsy or stroke for example Um, there's also the auditory disabilities uh, that include deafness or a whole a whole lot of hearing impairments we also have speech and cognitive disabilities and examples of these are developmental disabilities learning difficulties like dyslexia um, cognitive disabilities like ptsd now quite a number of people actually mix up accessibility with performance but i must point out that even though these are both suited towards ensuring 
towards ensuring that the user has a um, has a better website experience overall, there is a difference between both concepts. Performance has to do with ensuring that your website or application is kept small in size and fast so that folks with slower connections and devices can have a good experience while using it. However, accessibility is focused on the experience of people with disabilities on the web. Now, why should you care about accessibility as a developer? So first of all, it's important to understand that the initial state of the web was decently accessible, but of course, we started having new libraries and frameworks that basically spiced things up. And this brought about more flexibility in the building of the web and also had a ripple effect on web accessibility. So we want to take the web back to the pure state of being accessible. Another reason, which sounds slightly selfish, but it's true, is that like I mentioned earlier, about a billion people have a form of disability or the other in the world. And building with them in mind will definitely increase the reach of your product. And thirdly, you must keep in mind that accessibility is a human right and it must be protected and prioritized and you and I need to play a part in ensuring that that happens. Now, how do you know the degree of your website's accessibility? What are the guiding principles? First of all, it's important to listen to people with disabilities. Um, having a diverse team as well um, can help with getting different perspectives on the accessibility of your website user testing as much as possible is also important and secondly um, there are best practices that also need to be followed now a body known known as <laughs> known as a body known as the wcag that's the wacag um, web content accessibility guidelines have been widely accepted for, for creation of websites um, they are recommended for making sites accessible primarily for people with disabilities and there are four main principles under which these guidelines are created. The first one is that the content should be perceivable. The content of your website should be perceivable and what this means is that it's available to at least one of the five senses. So for example, um, those with so for example, those with visual impairments, um, what this will mean to them is that the content should be large enough for them to see. For those that are blind, the content should be set up for screen readers to, you know, be able to work with and also to have text representation or caption for people that are, for example, you know, deaf. Um, second principle is that the content needs to be operable and what this means is that, for example, people that have motor or um, mobility issues, disabilities, um, and are not able to use a mouse, there is um, the content or the web, your website is set up in such a way that they can use keyboard only or a speech recognition software to um, access it. Also ensuring that your users have enough time to read and use your content is what being operable means. And ensuring that your website does not cause seizures or physical reactions. For example, you have a note or a warning for your users. 
such that if there's any flash content that will be displayed ahead of time they know about that and they are able to for instance switch off animations um, that can cause seizures or any kind of physical reactions the third principle is that your content needs to be understandable and what this means is particularly for people with learning and cognitive disabilities you need to be able to use clear and simple language you need to avoid the use of idioms try try not to overwhelm users with too much information and finally your website should be robust and what this means is that it's set up in such a way that it is compatible with assistive technologies like the screen reader now there are three there are three conformance levels within these guidelines and they are level a level double a and triple a so level a is basically what the must do's are for your website to be considered accessible the double a are the things that you should do to be considered as accessible and the triple a are things that you might do to be considered you know an accessible website and people typically target the minimal level to be double a um, because that's just like a fine balance between three levels and of course you also have um, different accessibility tools that you can use to check the status of your website uh, that's the accessibility of your application and examples are um, accessibility developer tools um, on Chrome you also have Axe, you have color contrast analyzer you have the wave evaluation tool and you also have um, the the this one is supported by Windows as the JAWS and NVDA and yeah that's it about accessibility for our discussion today keep in mind that building your product with accessibility in mind is building a better product for all users overall and i hope you learned something today um talk to you in the next episode peace head on over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes and don't forget to subscribe to your podcast player and drop a review if you like this show